All right. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm here with Derek Vandegrift. He's here for his weekly segment. It's been a couple of weeks since you um, came in, but it's good to have you back, man. How you doing, Derek? Man, doing pretty good. Glad to be back. How about you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing absolutely peachy. Um, I'm, I've been going through trying to break break down this football game as much as I can and yeah. get as many perspectives as I can. It's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, it was uh, it was definitely a lot different than what we're used to seeing these last couple of years, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, kind of like me and you talked about, though, last time I was on here, you know, we, we have this stable of running backs that we're really going to be able to lean on. And, you know, in the first half, that's exactly what they did. You know, you, you kind of knew what you were going to – or you thought you knew what you were going to get out of Zach Evans, and you got it. And same with Ulysses Bentley. Uh, offensive line played really, really well. They're really physical up front. Uh Quinshaw and Judkins, though, man, I mean, good Lord, that, that kid's going to be a stud. I mean, they, they better start getting a package ready for him or there's going to be some people fielding some calls on him this offseason the way he's the way he runs the ball, you know. I mean, he's he's able to to find the holes, get to the open field, and, and man, if there's somebody in front of him, he's just going to lower his shoulder and he's just going to run plumb through them, you know. I mean, it's a, it's a really impressive running style. I think they actually compared it on the uh, on the – broadcast to uh to mark ingram the just kind of the way he's built and the way he runs the ball you know i thought that was a really good comparison uh but yeah he looked great you know uh and obviously we've got things that that we need to figure out the quarterback position you know he didn't look terrible you know dark played fine you know he overthrew guys which is kind of what we expected you know it's kind of what we kept hearing all the way through the offseason and all uh but we'll see what luke has against central Arkansas and you know, you, you've still got three weeks to figure it out. But luckily, we've got this offensive line, this running game to keep this offense going. Yeah, yeah. And, and this defense, by the way, because they played really well. Kari Coleman was shot out of a cannon. We talked about him during the offseason a little bit. This defense has a chance to be um, Landshark-esque, honestly. Yeah, yeah. They, they played really, really well. Uh, I, I know me and you had talked about the – the depth and the talent we have on the defensive line, you know, but kind of like you said, Coleman, you know, he's not playing the the down edge position. He's standing up, which is a little bit different for him, you know, and he was absolutely nails all game for us. Uh, kind of like you said, shot out of a cannon. Another guy that kind of jumped off the page to me that, that was kind of the same way was uh, uh, Tennyson, you know, I mean, Man, when he comes off the edge, I mean, he is so fast to get into the backfield. Uh, if that running back or tight end doesn't get over there and chip him, I mean, he's he's at the quarterback before you know it. Uh, I, I was really impressed with him. Troy Brown, you know, he's, he's a really good tackler. Nothing really just flashes off the page at you, but he's really sound. And uh, J.J. Pegues, right? I mean, I mean that kid's going to be a dude down there for us. He, he's an absolute monster. Seeing the way he moves as big as he is. Uh, but that's that's kind of my takeaway with the entire defense, though. Like, I was really impressed. I had high expectations going into the year with this defense. I thought they did a good job in the transfer portal, bringing guys in, guys we had coming back. And, uh, man, we, we look like a real-deal SEC defense out there. They're flying around. They don't miss tackles, you know. That's kind of been the, the bugaboo for us the last few years on that defense, all the missed tackles we have. And, you know, we didn't have any of those Saturdays. That was real nice to see. Uh, but yeah, they're they're big, they're fast, they're athletic, and and when they when they get to you, they're they're mad for lack of a better word. I mean, they're they're going to put their head down. They're going to deliver a shot. Yeah, it's always good to get answers. We're finally getting answers to questions we've had for like seven months. 
Um, I'm about to put up a graphic of the SEC Week 2 lines, Derek. Okay. Um, but what, what games are you looking forward to seeing in Week 2? Uh, yeah, so some started getting released a little bit. Uh, last night I started thumbing through them a little bit, and, and the first one that I actually got on was Alabama because I, I see up on your graphic it's 19 and a half at Texas. I actually got 20 and a half. It didn't take long for that thing to start moving. I expect it to keep going up. If you're going to give me less than three touchdowns in Austin with this Alabama team right now, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump all over that and already have. That's, that's one of the ones I already have in. Uh, one I'm looking at is that South Carolina and, and Arkansas game. Uh, I, I didn't get to watch much of the South Carolina and uh, Georgia State game this past weekend. I was watching other games. Uh, Arkansas, though, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They, they had a good showing against Cincinnati. Um, that was one I was on last week, ended up covering that one at six and a half. So that's, that's one that I'm looking at. Fateful's just such a tough place to play, and, and I'm not sure South Carolina's going to have enough on it, but I'm going to wait throughout the week, see if there's any movement on that one. Uh, let's see, uh, one, I'm, uh, another one you have up here that I'm already on, Appalachian State at Texas A&M. Uh, it's actually already moving more in Texas A&M's favor. I got it at uh, 17. Uh, so I, I took Appalachian State there. I was really impressed with them last week against North Carolina. Um, and, and the over there, too, at 53 and a half, that's another one that has my eye. App State's just one of those teams, you know, they, they can score. A&M didn't impress me that much before their – Rain delay set in against Sam Houston State. You know, I think they have some issues, and I, they can't work through them. They probably will. They're incredibly talented. Uh, but if you're going to give me 17 points against or with a team that can score like App State can and run the ball the, the way they can, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take that one too. Uh, Tennessee and Pittsburgh, that is going to be an incredible game. I actually didn't even know they played this week until I was watching the Pittsburgh game. Uh, I guess that was Thursday or Friday night, and they, they were talking about it. Uh, really looking forward to that. There's liable to be, you know, somewhere around 150, 200 points scored in that one, the way those two looked last week. Uh, so that's that's another interesting game. I think last I saw it was all the way up to seven already. So a lot of line movement right there. And the other one that sticks out to me right there, Kentucky at Florida. That's that's going to be a good one. Florida really impressed me this past weekend. Uh you know, Richardson hadn't really showed us much in his career up until last weekend. And, you know, they, they played a really good Utah team. And, and to their credit, they played very, very well. And Richardson was a part, uh, a big reason they were able to pull that off. Uh, so so that one stands out to me. I, I do like Kentucky right now if you're going to give me points. Uh, but probably a low score in affair if I had to guess. Uh, Kentucky, you know what you're getting from them, right? It's, it's not going to be anything flashy. You're going to get the grinded-out style, but now they've got the big quarterback back there with you now. And uh, and he can make some plays when he needs to, but they're going to sit there and try to run the ball, control the game, and they're going to play really good defense. Uh, that's that's what you're always going to get out of Mark Stoops. So that's that's another real interesting game for, uh, for next weekend in the SEC. Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to tell everybody that we're going to have a postcast with Derek Vandegrift is one of our – guest analyst him and Tom Vanderford's going to come through and talk about the post-game show of Central Arkansas. It should begin the live stream here on this YouTube channel about 10 o'clock Central, but, you know, that's the reason I say begins around because it could change. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, let's move on to UCA since we talked about that postcast a little bit. What are you, what are you looking forward to? What do you want to see um, in the UCA game? 
Well, I mean, really the big question is how Luke Altmyer is going to end up performing, right? It's, it's, it's the big storyline going into next week. And, and you, you probably can't take a lot away from it, but you want him to go in there and actually have control of the game. That's, that's kind of the big thing. It doesn't matter who the opponent is, how talented they are, and how, or how talented they are not. You still want them to have that grasp on the game, have control of it, and, and be able to manage it. And that's Luke's strength, right? I mean, he's, he's not coming in and going to throw 50-yard bombs downfield all game. He's going to keep the offense on time, keep them in front of the chains, and he's going to make the plays and throws that – that are given to him, you know, he's, he sits there and he, he's able to check down or, or find the, you know, quick slant over the middle, something like that. If you got a cornerback playing off and, and those are the plays that he makes, he sits there and he nickels and dimes you all the way downfield and he's really good at it. And he's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. I think you saw that in the Baylor game last year in the Sugar Bowl, you know, he was running for his life back there, but, but he was still able to make plays. Uh, and, and so that's something that, that I'm real interested in seeing. Uh, I, I'd like to see a little bit more Ulysses Bentley this week. You know, you, I, I went back and rewatched the game already, and <clears throat> that's one guy that I thought had more carries than, than he actually did. Every time I looked up, it was Evans and Judkins, it seemed like. Uh, uh, but from what I've seen from him, though, he, was, he looks really athletic out there to make guys miss. He, he's a big-time game-breaker, and – you know, going back to the defense, I just want to see more of the same. You know, this is a opponent that we should go in there, and that defensive line should absolutely feast on uh, Coleman and Cedric Johnson and those guys. You know, should should be able to get to the quarterback several times, and and Pegues and KD Hill and all those guys up front should be able to manhandle that offensive line. So that's what you look for there, and you know, just make plays in the in the back end of the defense whenever they present themselves. Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. I'm local team expert on the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey NFL Insiders all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Also, we're coming up, um, what should be up now is called Game to Game, SEC Game to Game, to where we go to all the Locked On hosts and all the SEC games, and they give like 60 seconds on there. Um, that should be pretty cool as well. They had a snafu in uploading it last night. We're waiting to see if it gets uploaded today, so it should be pretty good. Anyway, Derek, thank you very much um, for stopping by, and we'll talk to you Saturday, buddy. Yeah, man, can't wait. Howdy toddy. Howdy toddy.